Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. great to be back with you folks today and uh, we still find ourselves in Louisiana and uh, I tried to say that properly so I wouldn't get corrected. You did such a good job. Yeah, I'm now, so proud there, of you. There's one of the two of us that was a <clears throat> resident of Louisiana. That's all I want. And it was not me. I just want to point that out. So somebody lived in Louisiana that's on this podcast mm-hmm. and someone did not. So yep, I think when exactly we pronounce right. the word Louisiana, we need to go back to the point that one of us lived here, went to school, one of you, allegiance. One of us has history here and one of us did not prior to I two years I pledged allegiance ago. every day in school with my hand over my heart. And then we sang the Louisiana song, usually on Fridays. And it's not that song, Louisiana 1927 by Aaron Neville, even though before I got saved to listen to that kind of music, that's a pretty good song. Louisiana. Yeah, anyway, the floods came. Wow. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. But here we are. There's a lot going on. So uh, just quickly, Stephanie, catch us up, man. What In this last week, best thing that happened to you in this last week? Why don't we go that way? Best thing that happened this week? Well, um, I saw the Lord answer some prayers. Um, Going into PTSD camps are hard. Devil attacks. When, devil attacks in ways that you don't see the attacks coming. But also, um, you know, we you hit a lot of triggers. You hit a lot of subjects that rear up a lot of things. And yeah. um, so going into PTSD camps, I always have to go through a, okay, God, it's time for you to show up yeah. and to show yourself strong, for you to give grace, because I don't really want to cover whatever the topic is. And yeah. um, there Boy, was some tough, truth. there was some tough topics, tough situations. And I saw the Lord do some big God things in my life, in the lives, the Lord, um, and in, in unexpected ways, you know, he brought people to camp that I needed. Um, there was one lady there this week that encouraged me so much. And yeah. her, her, she's she was an overcomer, an older lady that just... An overcomer, yeah. She should make the overcomer book. She should. She really should. Um, Mm. On every front, military, personal, um, just she has chosen to to be courageous and an overcomer. And um, just other people that the Lord brought there and and that I was able to get counsel and help that I needed in realms of life that I never would have seen. So I would say just... God, God was good this week. He was, um, and I got and to he walk. Always is. God I got is to walk five miles time. a day, and you know, and we got five miles coming up in the morning. Seven months, yeah, you had to remind me of that. But seven months ago, I couldn't walk. I had a cane, and it makes you praise the Lord that you Man, can walk I'm five miles a, a day. Bit, uh, I'm feeling a little bit thankful right now. Even it does. It makes you very thankful. You know, and um, let me just say this, friends. Uh, we're just honored, honored. Uh, to be able to have this podcast with all of you. Pray for us as we pray in the $150 a month to continue to make this happen. And are we missing anything we're supposed to be doing during this segment? Is there 
anything we're supposed to be oh, doing right now. Oh, you know what? Now that you say that, there's a little bell going off in my head. It is time for you to inform us what would qualify you as a knucklehead today. So the Norton knucklehead moment. And, you know, let me just say this. And I, I've been giving this a lot of thought. You know, not as much as we do as look at scripture and study and in concordances, commentaries, and all those types of things. But let me just say this. You might be a knucklehead if you don't clean yourself properly. <laughs> Personal hygiene is important. Can I tell you that, friends? You shouldn't smell. Uh, oh, no. You, you oh, shouldn't, no. you know, and, and listen, I, I know we've already talked about covering your body up and stuff like that. But it's okay to wear clean clothes, you know. Change your clothes, take a shower, take a bath, tell other people, pass it on. <laughs> so the knuckleheaded moment today is about personal hygiene. And you know, folks, can I say this? Now, am I the only person alive who's been seeing that you're supposed to wash your hands after you use the bathroom? Oh, oh Man, come on. No, no, TMI. this has got to be said. I don't care who you are. Wash your hands, all right? <laughs> and use the paper towel to open the door on your way out. Whatever the case, be clean, all right? Well, we, we, we share, there's 7 billion plus of us in this world, all right? <laughs> Let's be clean. Let's use a little bit of soap and water. And 1 Corinthians 10.31 does come to mind because we're told what, you know, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do to all to the glory of God, you bring a whole lot more glory to God yeah. with personal hygiene. Personal it, hygiene It enables matters. you to, to serve the Lord yeah. better, to have a better testimony. And let me just say this. I don't want to see parts of your body when you bend over and stuff. Okay, we're close to fit. <laughs> and this whole sliding down you Can with your clothes. I disassociate myself? All right. From so, this podcast? Soap, clean clothes, shampoo, all that. And, and I know that doesn't pertain to you guys, but play this to people in your family. So we all got that person in our family who stinks. All right. <laughs> Tell them. Share this podcast with them. Because I know you guys aren't knuckleheads. But that's just a knucklehead moment that I share with you. And, and let's just call it personal hygiene. We won't go any further than that. Personal hygiene matters. And that's all I'll say. Uh, okay, so as we move along through the wow. Psalms, why do you think I should spend a little more time? No, 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 no. I think I think plenty of time was devoted to that nor that that sign of being a knucklehead. Yeah, and, and a I couple think so. of my boys. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that for them. Maybe. Oh yeah, a few you got one whose feet. Oh my! But he's a little guy. I mean, he's not. Yeah. And he, sh you make him shower every day. You make him clean yeah. up. I mean. And uh, so, so this is something Napoleon said. So I wrote this quote down because I, I think it goes with Psalms. It has nothing to do with personal hygiene. Sorry about that. But we, we just have to bring you these knuckleheaded moments because they're helpful through our lives. I think they add to it, but they're not inspired. So I've got to be upfront with you. What we're going to do here in a minute when we read the Word of God is we're reading something that's inspired and we pray that God will illuminate that for us. But I like this comment that Napoleon said. He said, the first quality for a commander-in-chief is a cool head to receive a correct impression of things. Wow. Wow. Think about that. you got to have a cool head to receive. You don't think about it, Stephanie. When someone says, 
this is happening. You know, the first reports, they used to say this in the army, this was part of our training. This was part of what we went through. And they would always say something like the first reports from the battlefield are exaggerated. The first reports from the battlefield, you know, the numbers are pumped up, things are terrible. And, and so in the military and when you command people and when you're in charge of people, they want you to be somewhat cerebral. And we all, you know, and think about it. If you had a doctor, think about this, Stephanie. And let's say you've got a tumor somewhere in your body that's bad or something. Mm-hmm. And the doctor comes in and goes, oh, my, this is terrible, man. you got a tumor. And, and man, I, I, think it's, I think it's terrible. I'm not sure what's going to happen. No. You want the doctor to come in and say, hey, Mr. Carragher, so you got this little thing growing inside you. No biggie. Hey, listen, we're going to send you the right guy. They're going to try to cut that out of there. I think everything's going to be all right. You feel better about that. Mm-hmm. So think those types of thoughts as we read Psalm 64. So be that way with your, your families and friends and people you work with and people you call to, to be with and things of that nature. Hear my voice is what it says in verse number one of Psalm 64. To hear my voice, O God. Uh, we hear O oh God a lot in those first verses, don't we? Yeah. In my prayer, preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hmm. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words, that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil manner. They commune of laying snares privily. They say, who shall see them? They search out inequities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly they shall be wounded. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them hmm. shall flee away, and all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him, and all the upright in heart shall glory. Praise God for that. Psalm 64, Stephanie, talking about these things and and what's what's going on in your mind is preserve my life from the fear of that hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked. What are you thinking about? I mean, right out of there, what what coming, what is coming to your mind? Well, this psalm is honestly for me, it's a psalm of comfort. Yeah. Um, and I love, like you said, we Psalm sixty one started off hear my cry, oh God. This starts hear my voice, oh God. Mm. In other words. David is verbalizing this out loud. This isn't a quiet prayer. Um, I think when we're when we're dealing with situations, and obviously as we read this psalm, this was a very intense situation that David's talking about, and um, this is a very intense prayer, and it's verbal. This isn't some quiet, passive little. This is an active prayer, um, and I think it's interesting. He says, preserve my life from fear of the enemy. One of the things we talked about at PTSD camp was fear. We talked about conviction versus condemnation from God. 
Um, we talked about how Satan will use fear to cripple us, to destroy us. Um, with PTSD, fear is one of Satan's greatest tools. It is. Um, he uses it in the realm of guilt. He uses it in the realms of nightmares, flashbacks, all these different things. And David is asking God specifically to protect him from fear of the enemy. Um, we're told in the New Testament, God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Right. So the spirit of fear comes from Satan. It comes from the evil one. And David, it's beautiful that we have a prayer right in scripture that we can pray. Preserve my life from fear mm. of the enemy. Because if we believe the lies that yeah. Satan will plant in our life, if, if Satan's lies become the truth and that we live by, yeah, it will destroy us because we will be controlled by that fear. And that fear leads to you know, self-handicapping, oh. it leads to guilt. It leads to oh, for sure this mountain of issues. And David asks God to preserve him from that. Um, the workers of inequity, the secret council. Yeah, and, and I mean, this whole, this psalm is powerful. Um, I mean, to me, I see narcissism here. I see abuse. Across I see the board, yep. Stalkers. I see all of it wrapped up in this An urgency. I mean, this isn't starting with that adoration. There's an urgency yes, here. Yes, right out of the gate. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm seeking your protection. This is urgent. I mm -hmm. need your help. This is going back to keeping a cool head to, you know, those types of things. I mean, right off the back, he's just, uh, it's just blowing. Yeah. And, and who wet their tongue like a sword. Who W-E- W-H-E-T, wet their tongue like a sword. They prepare it, and that's what they're, it's a weapon to them. Yeah. It literally is and their And bend weapon. their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words. And they're out there. And people, you know, listen, yeah. folks, we have not been immune to the lies, to the insecurities, to the treacherous foolishness. To uh, We've all been there. When I say we, I'm talking about uh, however many people are listening to this podcast. We've all been there. And, and David's in that place where he's saying, man, they're, they, you know, they're bending their bows or they're shooting arrows at me. They that may shoot in secret at the perfect, suddenly do they shoot at him in fear or not? And uh, my, th that's saying an awful lot. You know, they, they're, they're shooting in secret at us. They're taking shots at us. But I think we're going to a place where, where we can understand that this is going to happen, Stephanie. We can look at this. This is going to happen. You can go all the way through six. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying snares privily. They say, who shall see them? And we've all been there. We know those people mm -hmm. who set the traps for us yep. and who do those things. Those people stink. They're jerks. Yep. They're knuckleheads. And they search out inequities. They look for them in us. They have investigations. They they fill it. You know, listen, if you're a person who investigates or and who's trying to get people and you're supposed to be in the ministry or you're supposed to be a decent human being or you're supposed to know God, you need to get right. Both Amen. the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep in there. You know, what we're saying is if we're trying to lay traps for people, yeah. if we're trying to snare people in traps, if mm -hmm. we're trying to do people wrong, uh, yeah. let me tell you, we're, we're wrong. We're goofy. We're all messed up. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be shooting at people. We should be uh, loving people. If, if your goal is to ensnare or to wound someone, yeah, you're, you're a jerk. Yeah. You are a worker of iniquity. And, and, and you know, there, there's no place for you 
there, there's no place for you to hang out with us. Like we're the cool people. People who don't do that are cool people. We're the people you want to hang around with. We're the people who use soap and water. You know, we're the. <laughs> we're, we're, I, okay. So one time I was in, I was in Walmart. I just got to tell you this. No these, TMI. These won't. No, this isn't TMI. Okay. Thank you. But there was a smell that overcame me. Oh no. I don't want to know. And I don't want to know. You know, there's sometimes. I don't want to know. In your life that you never forget. And that was one of them. Wow. But anyway, let's go back to the inspired word of God. Uh, <laughs> uh, but God. And all of a sudden we get to that but God. Remember the but God? You were we, going to do a but God song. But I was going to do it out of the New Testament. You remember where? No. Tear down the walls? Mm-hmm. Between the Jews and the Christians? Mm-hmm. But God, we'll get to that. We should do that song. That song needs to happen. But, you know, as I was just looking at this, is what came to my mind immediately, Stephanie, as we were coming out of verse 1. In my mind, I was singing, Hear my voice, oh God. You know, I, I mean, A song coming? Oh, in the second verse, hide me. Oh. You're I, right. I mean, there was a song in this psalm. There's a there's a, another Carriga-Wesco connection getting ready to happen. And then... Uh, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. And the men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. For they shall wisely consider his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright heart shall trust, uh, heart shall glory. So I know what you guys are saying in that word glory. Again, we get to be part of that glory just a little bit with God. He allows us some of his glory. But let me tell you this, and I, I, I know this, this is another one of those Psalms with that common thread. And the reason there's a common thread is because there's a common God. There's a loving God. There's a God that's going to protect you. There's a God that defends you. There's a God that's an army for you. Uh, there's a God that puts his hedge of protection around you today. There's a God contending for you. There's a God out there who's laboring for you. There's a God out there who wants you to do right. There's a God out there whose Holy Spirit is inside of you. I mean, there's a God, but God. Yes, and it's, it's again, we come back to this is, these are facts, but God shall shoot at them. Suddenly shall they be wounded. They shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All they that see them shall flee away, that all men shall fear. And shall, we're just, I mean, it's just over and over and over and over again. God is telling us, I don't take this stuff lightly. And exactly. I think um, we live in a world where sin is being glorified. In a sense, narcissism, bullying, stalking, Abuse is being glorified. It is being encouraged. Yeah. And God's saying, I don't, I, my position hasn't changed on what I think of these things. And I, I, I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you. But um, for those listening, I don't want God shooting arrows at me. I mean, the devil, if the devil's shooting arrows at me, that probably means prayerfully, that means that I'm standing up again in the spiritual warfare battle against him. So if the devil's fighting fiery darts at me, okay, I'm going to take that as I'm a soldier of Jesus Christ. But if God is shooting arrows at me, wow, that is a scary place to be. And when God shoots an arrow, his mark is always on target. Yeah. And yeah. you will be, you will 
suffer consequences but for God this behavior. She'll shoot at them. Like God in Ephesians chapter two, but God will tear down those walls. He's gonna intervene. But you know that, that word those words but God, I think now I, I tried to look it up on my phone, I didn't have time. That I should do a little more work ahead of time. But I'm pretty sure it's Ephesians two where but God comes from. And I believe when we were when I I, I actually wrote this song. You did. Uh, but I believe that I found but God in, in the King James Version of the Bible 20 or 21 times. And I just can't remember what it was. Uh, My dad actually did a message um, yeah. spring. Well, it was while we were in quarantine. Yeah. Because um, we listened to it. We were watching it and listening to it at home. But on yeah. that phrase, but God. And it was powerful. Because Satan, these workers of iniquity, they want our focus to be on them. They want our focus, as mm. David prayed, asking God to preserve him from the fear. They want our focus to be on the fear. They want our focus to be on what they're shooting at us, what they're um, saying about us. They want our focus on the snares. And God's saying, no, keep your focus on me because I'm going to shoot at them. I'm going to deal with them. I'm going to make that their own tongues fall upon themselves and that people that see it are going to be like, whoa, yeah. that's not a good thing. Yeah. And, and this is, it's powerful. And this isn't about emotion. This isn't about, this no. is the true living, holy God. These are promises of God. Yeah. And you know, emotion doesn't get you anywhere. I, I've had people tell me, you know, when you counsel people, I, I've had people tell me, but you know, I, I met this person, ooh, you know, my life got all better. I felt something and. And boom, it was just, you know, I felt something different than I ever felt before. Can I tell you, I was taken on a light bulb one time and it broke in my hand. And I got electrocuted. I Ouch. felt something I never felt before. You know, I this is, bet. again, going back to that cerebral thing that, that, that stop for a minute and think about what God can do for you. You know, meditate on that today, folks. Yeah. Meditate on what God can do for you and what God is doing for you. But God, right now, you know, those arrows are coming. You're okay. Just stay in the battle. Now, we don't go out and tempt the devil. We don't say, no, 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 you know. But what we do do is we serve confidently a great and living God who's omnipotent, all-powerful, blows away the devil. You know, the just uh, the devil trembles at what God is. Well, and know? yeah, and God's purpose, verse 9, yeah. is that all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. And I think of a phrase that a friend um, in relation to a situation that I'm dealing with said to me, stand still mm. and see the salvation of the Lord. And I think of Psalm 37 where we're told to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And you know what it's like to deal with workers of iniquity like this. I know what it's like to deal with and... And I'm not saying we don't be proactive where we need to be proactive. Yeah. But take there's a rest there's a restful confidence that comes in saying, God, this is what your word says. Mm. And I want I want people to, as verse nine says, to fear and to declare the work of God and to be able to consider what you've done. That you would magnify yourself in this. Mm. And um and, and would again, you show your salvation? Yeah, you know what? I don't think there's anything more beautiful, prayer-wise, than to go to God and say, God, show yourself. 
Show God, yourself you strong. Do all this. This prayer is not about me. This prayer yeah. is about you, God. Yeah. And uh, man, I like the direction. I hope you got a good song to go with that. So, so I think the practical side of this is as we go, we saw an awful lot in this psalm. We we saw praying for the Lord's protection coming right out. We uh, asking for God's wisdom and then trusting God for the victory and most importantly, giving glory. And I think. Stephanie did that so good as we wrapped up Psalm number 64, giving glory to God. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him, and all the upright in heart shall glory. Oh, my, that beautiful word, glory, that beautiful word. So what song comes to your mind when you think of that word? And uh, I'm, I'm currently looking. I know which song I want. I just, I didn't look see, up the and we words See, we've got to be ahead. careful because here's, Here's the thing about song words. We made a mistake one time. Somebody wrote the wrong words <laughs> out there. Now listen, a hundred times, uh, Stephanie can do perfectly. I never say, good song, great job. But the one time she, and, and God convicted me about that. God's like, why? Why, Doug? Why are you messing with Stephanie? And I felt bad about that. And not only has God convicted me, but Debbie hit me in the back of the head. So <laughs> I just want to say, as our official, unofficial uh, producer sometimes, <laughs> she belts me. But anyway, so do you have a song? I do, I and, do. And what's the name of the song? My Heavenly Father Watches Over Me. Now, see, I've never heard this song before, so I'm excited. Oh, I think you have. You just okay. probably don't remember it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just as beautiful the way that God gives us this confidence as his children that he's going to take care of those workers of iniquity, those people who are out to destroy or hurt us i trust in god wherever i may be upon the land or on the stormy sea let come what may from day to day my heavenly father watches over me I trust in God, I know he cares for me, on mountain bleak or on the stormy sea, though billows roll, he keeps my soul, my heavenly father watches over me. I've never heard that song before, but I'm glad I heard it now. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will.
please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.